Um, okay, um, just let's get started. Uh, hello, everyone. Thank you uh, very much for um, here, coming here to my presentation. Uh, I'd like to start off by introducing myself just a little bit. Um, my name is uh, Tiejun Chen. I just call me Tiejun. I'm a staff two engineer, one technical leader from um, VMware OCTO ATC, Advanced Technology Center. Uh, in our team, are working on several different uh, either projects or exploration. Uh, one of them is a uh, unikernel. So back here today, I'm going to talk about my unikernel uh, exploration. Uh, I'd like to discuss uh, if and how uh, we could unikernel links, uh, name this uh, unilinks. So at first, uh, let me give you a brief introduction to our uh, unikernel. Here is one big picture. I hope this can help you understand what's happening from VM to our uh, unikernel. VM virtual machine, we deploy uh, those uh, traditional operating system like Linux and Windows, but it's hybrid. So a couple years ago, we had that container like Docker. Essentially, it's based on some uh, link, uh, existing Linux kernel features like namespace and cgroup and capability. Uh, it's, con it's convenient, it's lively, but not very secure. One reason is that all containers just share that one hosted operating system. So if something is wrong with the hosted operating system, they could impact, uh, it could affect all containers. You probably remember there was a famous bug, dirty copy on write, that really can get the container uh, escaped. So instead, uh, some people are trying to uh, trim down that host OS and just deploy one or few that container over there. But you see, it's still that classic open system. There's a division between kernel space and user space. Uh, even you have a full and heavy that light work on track stack. So what's next? Uh, Unikernel. Unikernel will build application uh, into that uh, one given open system. But this open system just only keeps those necessary components to make sure um, the application can run. Uh, this application, this system acts as a library specific to the application, label-wise. More importantly, we build them into together as a whole image, a uh, unikernel. So now, now let's take a look, uh, close look at a uh, unikernel. So that's one commonly uh, used definition, a uh, unikernel, a specialized uh, single address space machine image constructed by using library of the system. This definition implies uh, unikernel has some characteristic um, one mode, kernel mode, one uh, kernel space, and even one processor with multiple threads. So you can do the zero copy. You don't need a heavy system call, or even you no heavy context switch on TLB, uh, the TLB flash on Linux. So based on this characteristic, uh, compared to that VM, even compared to container, Unikernel still can provide some uh, better uh, that benefits like improved security. You know, Unikernel still based on the hardware assisted virtualization. But the attack service is very smaller. Meantime, you have that small footprint and fast boot, and even can be optimized highly. Uh, actually, there are variety of unikernel um, approach and solution. Uh, here, I don't talk about uh, in detail. I would say the the reality, the fact is, you know, as I mentioned, unikernel can provide that uh, significant performance, but it's harder to see them in the production environment. I think they are facing some challenges. First one, uh, that uh, compared to the case, Unikernel is not sort of that one size fits all. But however, we need to figure out more user case. Capability, back to think about this uh, one processor, kernel space, how to support those existing applications. You even cannot reuse some existing tool and utility to debug and monitor Unikernel. This is concern. So on my side, I think uh, 
could uh, what if we are Unicorn Linux? Because you know Linux is play very well. Many use case and support different library and even that have a different tool and utilities. And area you can see some new features. This still can benefit on Unilinx. So in my exploration, uh, my goal is to explore what's better for running Unicorn case. I have that Universal is a project and. Uh, uh, there are four that key components to this uh, project, but today I just focus on that uh, Unikernel itself on uh, Unilinx. So um, when we try to on uh, Unikernel, the first thing is to make sure uh, Unix is running with that kernel mode, just kernel mode. In terms of x8, that means room zero. So we need to modify some macro and even that GTP table setting to make sure that both our user staff and the kernel staff is running with that room zero very well. But there's a problem. Back to normal links, we have that kernel space and user space. If that one in, uh, that interrupt exception is triggered in the user space, uh, CPU uh, will switch from the user space to kernel space and switch from uh, kernel, uh, user stack to kernel stack. And then CPU uh, save some uh, hardware that register information over there. But no, uh, Unix is running in kernel mode application with that user stack. So at that moment, CPU doesn't switch that stack. Think about this case. Sometimes we need to expand the user stack. Right? At, that, at that moment, uh, user stack is not valid. It will trigger that pitch fault. CPU still want to that save that register information to uh, that invalid user stack. It will trigger another fault, double fault. Again, it's still not that valid that uh, user stack. Uh, CPU will uh, panic or shut down on uh, something like this. How to address this problem? Fortunately, uh, in terms of the x86-64, uh, we have this feature on ST, interrupt stack table. That is where we can specify that interrupt exception at uh, that stack. It doesn't depend on that kernel stack or user stack. Right? Uh, in addition, we need to uh, refract the VDSO because we don't want to use that system call. System call should be gone. So we refract the system call to the function call. Uh, in order to support a single address space, just run one processor uh, simply and disable fork. Furthermore, uh, we use a key configure and disable even uh, remove uh, those unnecessary components. And uh, we also use, uh, remove some of that system call because you know what kind of system call you want to use in the, your application. This copy, now we have that one kernel space. So uh, this is a check. This copy should be gone. You will remove that. And scheduler, uh, you know, things uh, besides the idle and stop, they have that CFS and the real time and the deadline. And this scheduler is complicated. But in terms of Unikernel, we just run one process. We don't need this complicated scheduler. So we decouple this scheduler to make sure they can select, uh, select a scheduler and according to your requirement. Uh, also, integrate some project. This project, because they are port some live TCP IP stack to the links, this can contribute to the Unilink. Uh, another thing I want to mention here, uh, you know, Linux has many that variants on and list something like GSQT, this secure links, uh, even have them parameter links. Uh, this is still out that uh, links uh, branch, uh, but uh, this uh, links still can get help you get that uh, performance. So that means uh, Linux still can support that uh, multiple profile for the different user case for IoT or for some that uh, you have to consider security on the real time. So uh, what about the compatibility? There are some ways. 
either you can use um, you, you can uh, rebuild your source code with our pre-built uh, library or you can use that uh, LD dynamically resolve that uh, system code to function code uh, in order to uh, suppose the multiple process uh, figure out some of it the first one way is to uh, one figure just trigger one that unikernel instance another way uh, you have that the PCID, process context identification, is sorted out the process ID. It can help uh, support some limited process um, at the same time. So it's good enough because it can enable those existing uh, that to the analog for the unit kernel. Even uh, when we put the unit kernel into the context of virtualization, we can use the UT, uh, multiple UTP tuple in one VM to isolate the different application. OK, uh, there's some enhancement also in my mind. So I hope uh, one day uh, in the future I want to integrate one small bootloader into that unikernel itself to skip BELS, or even that uh, replace the ACPI partially with the DTB. Uh, we have that uh, one one bus and uh, that device that probing and initialize, and even use some hardware feature to reduce that VM context switch to help us get that better performance. Okay. So uh, finally, I'm trying to figure out um, that potential but valuable user case, like we and serverless and blockchain machine learning and IoT and even automotive. Because uh, you think Unicode is just a vessel, but uh, as summary, it's that small and secure and fast boot, even can provide that uh, just-in-time service. It's very suitable for uh, these user kids. OK, this everything I'm trying to talk about today. So uh, for our limited time, I cannot uh, go through them in the detail. So if you have any question, or if the Unicorn is your interest too, uh, just try to reach out to me uh, via email or at uh, Twitter. OK, thank you, everyone. Yeah, thank you.